This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Scrug here, back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. Today's story time was sent in to me by a subscriber, and it's about a time that they got to uh, absolutely eviscerate their douchebag of a boss after he fired one of their coworkers for no reason. Pretty swag story, if you ask me. I thought you guys would find it entertaining, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And without further ado, let's hop right into it. All right, so the person who sent this in to me works at a fast food restaurant, which, you know, isn't necessarily their favorite job on the planet, but they get paid to do it, so it is what it is. And everything was going pretty okay until the owner of the franchise decided to make his nephew the manager. Pretty nepotistic hire, only hired him because he was his nephew, immediately gave him the manager role when he had never worked there a day in his life. And to top it all off, the nephew himself was a little bit of a douchebag, and by a little bit, I mean a lot of bit. He was insanely controlling. Like, for example, he would tell them to go clean the bathroom, and they would go clean the bathroom. And as they were cleaning the bathroom, he would come in and be like, yeah, I don't like the way you're wiping the mirror clockwise. You need to go counterclockwise. And then he would flick water all over it so they had to clean it again and be like, I didn't like the way you did that. That level of controlling. He would time everything in terms of like how long they had to go to the bathroom. They could only be in the restroom for five minutes at a time any longer and he would come in and be like, what are you doing? Just a manager who had no idea how to actually effectively be a manager. Probably because he had no experience working either. His uh, uncle just decided to hire him as the manager with no experience. I just feel like that's not something I would ever want to do. I'm not saying I would be opposed to like working as a manager, but I would never want to manage anything that I don't know. I've never worked at a fast food restaurant. If I try to tell people how to make a cheeseburger in a timely fashion, it's not going to go as fast as it probably could because I don't know crap about it. Why would you want a job where you're just immediately a manager with no experience? That just sounds like a recipe for disaster. Either way, though, the staff just kind of realized they were going to have to deal with it because there was no way he was going to get fired. So most of them just got used to it and dealt with a bunch of the bullcrap rules. Some people quit, but not that many people wanted to quit yet. And there was one coworker in particular that was a super hard worker, and he was kind of like the de facto manager because everyone hated the real manager. Like, if he asked somebody to do something, they would do it, no questions asked, because he just worked a lot and everyone respected him, and he never was like, hey, you need to do what I say, because da-da-da-da-da. He never did illogical things. And his name was Alec, and he was working an average of 60 hours a week. Now that's 20 hours more than a normal full-time job. And I'm not saying people don't work 60 hours a week. I know probably a lot of people watching this video, you or your parents have had to work that much before. But like, if you can do that consistently, you're a really hard worker. That's impressive. I think working 40 hours a week is like a, a full schedule. 
willingly working basically a full and a half time job is uh, not an easy thing to do. So he was a very hard worker and because he was working all the time, he was pretty good at running the store. So everyone kind of looked to him as their default leader. And for some reason, one day, Mr. Douchebag is on a mega power trip and he decides that he's going to change the script for how they're supposed to interact with the customers. Now, there is a script that corporate usually gives them. It's not very good, it's kind of clunky. So up until that point, they were just kind of allowed to say whatever they wanted. And obviously, you couldn't look at the customer and be like, hey, you're ugly. What do you want? You know, but as long as you were polite and respectful, there's really no issue. If someone says, hey, and another person says hi, it doesn't matter as long as they buy food. But the manager decides that he's going to come up with a new script for how they have to interact with the customers. And it's not a good script at all. The default one was already too long and kind of clunky, but the one that he invented, was like a five-minute dissertation PowerPoint speech that he wanted done this exact way with every single customer. And it wasn't even like it was just long. I mean, it being long is probably a problem. It's called fast food for a reason. I don't want to hear a speech from your workers. No offense. I just like don't need a one-minute introduction before you even ask me what I want to order. So on top of that, though, it didn't flow well. It was like the guy had never written a script before. Like it would open up, what can I get you? to drink and then like specials for 30 minutes and then ask what size they wanted the drink like just interrupting things it made no sense if you actually tried to use what he had wanted them to use and written out on a customer they would probably think you were having a stroke hey can we just focus on one thing at a time you're like no we cannot what how many nuggets do you want i didn't even ask for nuggets okay so zero hamburgers plus or minus eight they're like what is happening just pretend you're having a malfunction put some firecrackers behind Behind your ears so sparks start flying out of your head. I'm gone offline. BurgerBot needs to be rebooted. Anyways, he comes up with this garbage script that it would be very, very annoying to have to use to actually interact with people, and no one wanted to use it, so they didn't use it. They kind of were like, alright, I appreciate that you made this, and then went back to doing what they normally do. And keep in mind, it's not like the store is doing bad. It's always busy. It's always got people in it. They always are breaking their, like sales to every other franchise in the area. You know how they kind of compare them. They're always one of the better ones, so there's just no problem at hand. I could understand being a manager to come in and make a bunch of changes if it's like the only unprofitable franchise in the entire country. I get why you would need to change a lot, but if everything's going good, I just don't understand why you would want to come in and rock the boat. Especially if you have no experience. Like, oh, okay, this place is making a lot of money. Awesome. I'll do everything in my power to make sure it doesn't make as much money. Okay? Okay. And his uncle was like, "Ugh, you're such a brilliant business mind. Anyways, no one was using the script and it was a pretty busy time in the middle of a rush. So there's just a bunch of people in line and Alec kind of goes back to muscle memory and starts using what he normally says to people. But the manager is close and hears him not using the script when he's interacting with a customer. And like I said, Alec was unofficial manager, so everyone on shift really respected him. So they weren't too thrilled when the manager walks up to him in the middle of him interacting with the customer and starts yelling at him for not using the script. And I think the script is stupid, but if you're gonna enforce it, if you really want people to use your script, then you still shouldn't go yell at them in front of the customer. It doesn't make you look like a good manager, it makes you look like a jerk, and it doesn't make your 
employees look good, it makes the customer think that you can't even trust your employees, so why should they? It's just really dumb, especially in the middle of a rush, like you're gonna take someone off a cash register to be really mad at them because they didn't use the pre-approved sentences that you liked. This is basically like what corporations become in borderlands, you know, where they own entire planets, they want to control what you say down to every letter. Uh, Off-topic reference, I'm sorry. But the manager just starts going off on Alec. He starts saying that he's a moron. If he doesn't have the brain power to memorize something, he should just say so. He probably doesn't have the brain power to give people change, so he'll keep an eye on it. Just going off on him. Way, way meaner than he had to be. Like, listen, if you're the manager, they're not your family, bro. You shouldn't even talk to your family like that, but, like, you kind of have to talk to them with some level of respect. But he's just talking to Alec like he's an idiot. And keep in mind... Alec is working 60 hours a week. He's kind of got the store on his back. If the store was Yoda, all right, then Alec is Luke and they're trudging through the swamp because he's just got him on their back. He's carrying it. And Alec isn't too fond of being laid into in front of the customers because who in their right mind would enjoy that? No, no, no. Please keep screaming at me in front of everybody. I really enjoy it, especially when it's hundreds of strangers that are hungry and just want their lunch and you're interrupting this. And so douchebag manager says something to the effects of like, you either use my screen script or there's going to be consequences. And Alex said, I'm not going to use your script. And that's all he said. He didn't say, I'm not going to use your script and then spit in his face and say, like, I hope that you are cursed forever. He didn't, you know, shove him. He didn't slap him. There was nothing. He just said, I don't want to use your script. So the douchebag manager just screams in front of everybody once again that he's fired and to get out right now and to never come back and he'll mail him his last paycheck. There's no reason for him to ever come back into the store. And Alec is kind of flabbergasted because he's never had an issue with the manager before. He works a lot and usually just keeps his mouth shut. And on top of it, he's like, you're going to fire me when I'm the one working all these hours? Like, all right, dude, fine. But one of the co-workers, not the subscriber, but another one of the co-workers says something to the effect of like, you can't do that, you know, you can't just fire him with no notice in the middle of a rush. And the manager at this point is full on power tripping, dude. If he were on a run, he'd be smacking the floor every two feet because he's just tripping and he turns to the person who said that who's standing with a group of the other co-workers and says that like if any of them have any problem with the way he runs this they should just keep in mind that he can fire anyone he wants which which is technically the truth i guess if you're the manager and you're tight with the owner you could theoretically fire anyone that you want but if you're gonna be a good manager i don't think managing by fear and convincing everybody that they're inches away from losing their job is the best option especially when you're going to be taking out your anger and firing the hardest worker like at that point everybody else who works there is like ah crap dude i'm screwed this guy's definitely gonna fire me if he's so pissed off at the dude working 60 hours a week who never complains, then I'm definitely going to have an issue with them. But whatever, he can fire whoever he wants. That's the truth. But all the workers at that point kind of realize that it's just a matter of time until he decides to get mad at them, take his anger out on them, and fire them. So they don't want to work for him anymore. If he's willing to fire the best worker that they have on the spot, it's not a place that they would like to work anymore. And it's just not dealing with all the rules, dude. Having him time how long you were in the bathroom to see if he thinks you were stealing come company time all this crap like a new script that he's gonna demand that everybody says it's just not worth dealing with it 
So the subscriber decides that he's going to quit. And he says, all right, well, if you're going to fire him, then I quit. He figures he could always get a job somewhere else at this point and like, whatever, it's just not worth working with this dude. And the manager yells at him that he can't quit. He's not actually allowed to quit without a two-week notice, which is funny. He's allowed to fire people on the spot in front of everybody. That's chill. But if they want to quit, then he would expect a two-week notice. Isn't it funny how that works? All right, like, I can put you in a crappy position. I can give you no job. But you can't put me in a bad position. That's not how this works. And when the coworkers start to hear the manager demanding that they put in their two weeks and that they can only quit on his terms, basically, a lot of them decide that they're gonna quit so now there's a group of about six people that are quitting and them and Alec are walking out and as they're walking out the manager hops over the counter does the little like Tom Cruise Mission Impossible slide across the counter and literally gets between them and the door and starts saying that you know they're not allowed to walk out during a shift and he'll keep Alec on until the end of the shift he doesn't need to leave right now which listen dude if they're already quitting I don't think the best maneuver is to say you can't leave and then offer the person who you just fired like the rest of the shift hey man listen I know I fired you and you're gonna have to go find a way to get a new job because you're fired but I'll let you stay an extra five hours to work with me if you want like no one's gonna take that offer that isn't actually that good of a deal no offense I don't care where you work it's not a reward for me to have to deal with a crappy boss for an extra six hours after I've already been fired but Alec decides to smack him back with the I can fire anyone I want and he says that they're allowed to quit any job that they want and the group at that point has swelled to eight people and there's only about 10 people working at any given time not including the manager so like 80 percent ish of the workforce is deciding that they're done and walking out and the manager is pissed and he's just going off about how if they walk out this door they'll never be able to work for this franchise again which listen i've had bosses use against me before like if you quit you'll never be able to work for this franchise of grocery stores again and it's like all right you know what i'll take my chances oh well i'll never be able to work for this fast food franchise again dang it it's not like they live in america where fast food franchises are basically our national mascot, dude. We have more fast food places than I think we have any other building. I would love to see a comparison. Like, if you combined all art centers, all libraries, all schools, and then the amount of McDonald's, how many more times McDonald's would there be? Like, there's probably at a point where we're at a a McDonald's for every 10 Americans or something. And that's not where he worked. I'm just talking about how much we love fast food. Like, if he's banned from working there, McDonald's is always an option. It's just not a very scary threat. So, the eight of them end up walking out. And as they're walking out of the parking lot, the other two workers that were going to stay walk out. And when they're walking out to the parking lot, the original group is like, Oh, why did you decide to quit? You guys were going to stay. And they said that after they left, the manager had turned on them and started screaming at them saying that they were idiots and da 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 and the entire shift had gone awry and they should have backed him up. And they were like, listen, man, they all just quit. We stayed. Why are you mad at us? Like, we're literally the only people that are still here. You just lost 80% of the people that work here. You're going to scream at us when we stayed? And he had said something about how, like, well, if they wanted to quit, they should just go ahead because he didn't want people there that didn't want to work for him. So they left. I don't think he understands that reverse psychology only works if it's, like, I don't know, somewhat logical. Telling them that they should quit when they want to quit is going to make them quit. I just don't understand what he was going for there. If you don't want to be here, then just quit. 
Okay, well, I, I quit. I don't want to be here. I don't think people are jumping for joy to be at their job. Like, that's one thing I think bosses never understand. A job is a job. It's not like they're going to be super, super stoked to be here all the time. Under the logic of if you don't want to be here, quit, you're never going to have workers because who really wants to be at work? Oh, man, I love working a double shift. Like, I don't think people really feel that way. Anyways, they all walked out, they all quit, and he was literally left alone to work the rest of the shift. He probably called in a couple of their co-workers or something, but with how many people were in the store, I'm sure it was not a very fun time. Imagine having like 150 people waiting in your lobby and your entire staff walks out on you in front of them and you're like, no, don't worry, I'll, I'll come make all the food. I'm sure he was able to eventually get more workers, but they probably won't last too long and the reviews have tanked on the place. Not that it matters, it is just like a piece of a franchise, so I'm sure it's still gonna get plenty of business. But the fact that he thinks that's the right way to keep workers is just firing the hardest workers in front of a bunch of people and then screaming at anyone that slightly disagrees. I don't know how that business practice is gonna work out, bro. Anyways, guys, I think that's gonna do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. I know this is a little bit of a shorter one. I just thought it was entertaining, so I'll share it with y'all. If you did enjoy, go ahead and press the like button, please. It really helps the video do better. And comment the word banana appeal in the description if you've ever slip and slid all over the place. Other than that, if you like story times, you should subscribe and turn on notifications because I post them pretty often and you don't want to miss out. And if you ever want to listen offline without gameplay, whatever floats your boat, I do post the audio versions of these on Spotify. A link to it will be in the description. Feel free to go check it out. And uh, I also made a new playlist here on YouTube with some of my favorite story times from the year. So if you need something to listen to while you're gaming, doing homework or whatever, there's also a link to that down in the description. But on that note, that's everything that I've got to plug. Uh, hopefully nobody ends up working a job as crappy as these dudes did. But on that note, don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.